episode 275. Thank you all for listening to episode 274, Double Doink. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. The uh, white bird, injured white bird. Um, you have Barrington Cubzilla. And Maniac. Yeah, maniac down here. <laughs> uh, so we were supposed to have Jeopardy this week. We forgot about it. We had so many things going on. But to everybody that listens, we are going to have a special returning guest, uh, the newly announced RPW uh, on commentary for RPW, Ruthless Pro Wrestling, who we just covered last, last week. Uh, Peapot is going to return and host Jeopardy for us. Looking forward to that. And uh, just so you know, Parrot, you're still going to get a category. And we don't get to play in that category, but I told Jeremy, it's all going to be worth one point, each one, either if you get it, you guys get a point. If you don't, we get a point. And then he's adding a category. So there'll be six in the wrestling round. And the one category is doing it for Cody is all going to be all about AE dub. So he's doing it special for Cody. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be good. So, uh, but let's get to it. We got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first pro- sp- ugh, first sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you for the hoodies. We got to give one away, by the way. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And uh, get in touch with him. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. He will hook you up with a deal. AllWearClothing.com. Thank you to Sparty Steve. We can't forget him. He's our biggest contributor biggest contributor and sponsor. He's paying for our venue for episode 300, and he's also buying the food. We can't thank Sparty Steve enough for all he does for us. We also got to thank Sean at Crandall's Quality Landcare, or Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Haven't said that in a long time. I'm used to seeing Parrot with the shirt on because it's Crandall's Quality Landcare. Lawn, lawn care. Ooh. Man, I'm all fucked up, and I'm only drinking Pepsi Zero Sugar today. Maybe you need something else in it to help you out a little bit. It might calm the nerd. The Demaniacs got me all flustered. I, I'm, I haven't been in Demaniacs' presence, and I'm all screwed up. Sorry, Demaniac. Demaniac, it's, it's okay. Demaniac still loves you. I love you. you know, just like my boy at home. Thank you. Uh, that calmed my nerves, knowing that you love me. Uh, but get in touch with Sean, 419-704-5471. He serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And make sure you reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All these COVID vaccines coming out, all you heathens are going to be out at the bars just like you're out spring breaking right now. So you better have used it in the last couple months. Get all them spring break males and females, all them single people out there, or whatever you're into. But make sure you get his book too. Amazon.com. Dating sucks, but you don't. You don't want to suck. You want to be awesome. So you got to get the book. Dating sucks, but you don't. And in the meantime, while waiting for that book to drop, May, what was it, May 13th, I think is what it sounds like sometime so. around then. Um, you know, get out to datingtransformation.com, reach out to Connell Bear, get that consultation. Read that book and get you sucked or sucked on. You never know. What happens for the what's has Demaniac read the book? Uh, Demaniac, yeah, he read the book and uh, he gets uh, 
no longer pays the girls, you know, no longer uh, 30 bucks weekdays, 50 bucks weekends. Uh, they are 25 every day. And you got three down your line now, don't you? <laughs> mm. Maniac. Uh, son, uh, uh, the Akai, Akai Berries. And, uh, you know, got a mistress and uh, and a wife and a, uh, uh, with, uh, the concubine <laughs> and a bang maid. Is Demaniac, yeah, I think Demaniac's hanging out with Steel Panther too much. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I think uh, when Jeremy listens to this, if he hears it in time, he needs to put the question on uh, parrots and say, "Who is the maniac? What what wrestler is the maniac?" That's that needs to be a question for uh, parrot for Jeopardy next week. That'd be perfect. I hope Jeremy catches us by then. But we 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 didn't have much going on. Let's just cover NCA first. We have a new national champion, uh, Barry. You want to talk about that? What happened in the bracket, yeah. everything? The, ba- the Baylor Burrs, man. Um, they absolutely came out swinging and did not look back at all in that national title game. I figured it would be good, and uh, it was not. Baylor pretty much dominated. I mean, they did dominate Houston. They dominated Gonzaga. Um, as the perfect season goes away, still hasn't happened since, what they say, 76, I think? It was Indiana. The last time there was a perfect season national title. So Baylor took them, and there's a lot of folks saying that Baylor, um, you know, was was that good all year. Um, they had a big COVID outbreak in the middle of the season. They lost, you know, a lot of their star players. They lost a couple games. A lot of people overlooked them. And I, um, I was looking. I think they, all, I think their biggest win or uh, their smallest margin of win was nine points in the tournament. Nine points. They dominated this tournament. Um, you know, and I foolishly enough figured they would lose to Wisconsin. So shame on me. Um, but yeah, good for, good for the Baylor bears, not good for the podcast, pretty much um, had our wraps on it the whole way and needed Gonzaga to come through and they did not for us. So that'll be the last time that um, I vouch for picking Gonzaga unless Jalen Suggs comes back next year. That's about it. It ain't yep. going to matter. They're going to be the same overrated college basketball team. They were this year and they were every other year. It's true. Stop hopping on this goddamn Gonzaga train. It's yeah. not it. The wheels fall off every time. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally did. And you know what, though? They're going to keep paying Mark Few to come back and make a tournament every single year because they play in the in a, in a week conference. Um, and that'll be it. They'll be content with uh, the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 most years. That'll be Gonzaga. But Baylor, I mean, the whew, they, I, I figured that they would go cold at some point from the three-point line, man. I was like, there's no way they're going to do what they did to Houston. And they came out and just started just ripping threes out of nowhere, everybody. So, I mean, they they absolutely just straight just straight demolished. Couldn't miss. Um, took out, you know, pretty much took out Timmy for the first 15 minutes of the game so they till they decided, oh, let's just go low and follow these dudes because they're, you know, over-aggressive. They would have started that from the get-go. I think it would have been a different game. I think a couple of Baylor guys would have fouled out, but um, they did. You know, they had two guys foul out, didn't they? I'm saying more. Yeah, that. Well, and both of them, they that, that 23. I can't remember his name. He was. Uh, he's kind of like he reminded me of just their enforcer down there. Anyways, 
I think he was averaging like three points in the tournament. So I think he was just a body down low, more of a defensive guy than offense. And the other dude, I think it was zero or double zero, kind of felt like the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, that uh, that Mitchell, man, whew, that, that dude can shoot lights out. So that was uh, I thought it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good tournament overall. Like I said, didn't end the way we wanted it. B, TZ ended up winning. Brad, the man that helped us against Jeremy's crew, had to fill in for Bear. He didn't even know he won. He did. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> nope, had no idea. He's like, I did, and I'm like, you did. He's like, it. shit. So he did. Uh, he did well. He won. Yeah, and Justin popped all the way up to second. Having Baylor, man, that 320 yeah. points helps. What was there? Was Rickety Cricket third? Rick, Rickety Cricket was third with 940. Um, the Pod was fourth with 930. Uh, Regal Lifer was fifth with 900. I was sixth with 880. I had Houston, so I was pretty much dead in the water. Jersey Jets fan in Ohio at 870. Go Big Damn Red. Yep. Go Big Red and 421 Brett all at 870. And then Daddy Rich 27 rounded out the top 10 at 860. Daddy Rich was the other man that helped us against Jeremy's crew. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I thought we had it there for a little bit, um, but – Nope. Slipped through our fingers again. So lost, uh, lost another one. So we'll be giving out some swag here. Yeah. He's going to get, uh, he's going to get some koozies, some stickers and a hoodie. So he'll be looking out for that. And, um, he's excited. So, and I'm happy, you know, a guy wins, somebody wins that contributes to the show and helped us out against Jeremy. So glad to see Brad win. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's sweet. And we were right there. You know, if Rickety Cricket didn't take Illinois, had a shot. <laughs> but Yeah. Well, and if, if I didn't take Houston, I would have had a shot too. But I was on the right side of the bracket. Wrong team. Right. But let's see what happens. What do you guys think of uh, North Carolina's coach, new coach? I think it's well-deserved. Who'd they get? I saw Roy Williams retire. But Hubert Who? Hubert Davis, their assistant coach. Yeah, he's been on the sidelines for, for past, ten like, years, right? Fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's say he's been okay. I, I can picture him. Yeah, well deserved. Absolutely, that's awesome, man. It's it's the old, you know. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say hopefully. You know for a fact that Roy Williams, you know, gave him all that knowledge. So, just one of those things. Next man up, but it's going to be hopefully they run it just like Roy Williams did and put a little of his own flair and all. Uh, be his own coach, but. Use the tactics that Roy did. I mean, he won national titles at two schools, man. So, doing yeah. something. And, you know, Hubert played in North Carolina. Betty? Yeah, he's an alum, yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a round one pick in uh, 1992 for the New York Knicks. Yeah, oh, he was guy. an alum, and he played yeah, – dude, he was uh, on the good Knicks team, so. Yeah. yeah. Well. He, he was been an assistant since 2012. So, yeah. I, I'm very happy for him. And it's good in North Carolina to finally, finally hire an African American coach, head coach. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back to the saying good Knicks teams. I mean, that's 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 them finishing like tenth place in the East as a good Knicks team. With with Patrick Ewing, he went to the final. But they ran into Jordan. Yeah, he was on the beat you up Knicks teams. Oh, should have been better. But, you know, it's good for him. I'm happy to see that. It's well-deserved. 
been there waiting he to might be as well. Coach. Hell, he's been on the bench for 25 years. Shit. <laughs> he'd been there since I mean, 2012. The, yep. Yeah, they did the same with uh, Matt Doherty when he was there. He was an, assi- an assistant for like five, ten years, or five plus years before they gave him the head coaching job. After, um, well, he was like the guy after the guy. I know he, uh, he was after Dean Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dean Smith was there since the Old Testament, and then <laughs> he retired. And I think there was somebody else, and then Matt Doherty. I can't remember though. Well, we'll segue into uh, golf. We found out today what Tiger. Uh, what did we hear, Parrot? Eighty-three and a forty-five. Yes. Absolutely insane. Yep, and then uh, I did hear too. I listened to the um, news conference from the sheriffs out in LA, and they think like asked like at one point when he hit, went to go hit the break. They said the brake never got hit, so instead of the brake, he hit the he hit the gas, and he had the gas going like he had the gas pedal all the way down instead of the brake. Jesus, lucky to be a lot black box inside the car. Yep, and I saw a bunch of golfers went out and saw him over the past couple of weeks and said they're saying he's in good spirits. So good to see, good to hear. No, I'm kind of sad we won't see him this week, but yep, yeah, next year. It's never, uh, like I said, it's always disappointing not seeing a tiger in there, but it is what it is, man. But before we get into that, because it is Masters Week, and that's the most exciting part of everything, um, old Masters champion, 2017 champion, 2016 champion, Jordan Spieth, won the Valero Texas Open for the first time since 2017. He's won a golf tournament. Wow, it's been that long. Been that long. It's been four years since wow. he's been tournament. He's been there the whole time and ready. And this is the last thing that people wanted to see in the PGA was him break through last week. Um, yeah, one with 18 under, two over Charlie Hoffman, four over Matt Wallace, six over Lucas Glover. So pretty much a runaway. Um, played played very well. So I mean, I tell you what, it's that's the one guy who I was actually ready to pick <laughs> i was ready to pick here um at this tournament but it's probably one of the hardest things to do is to win back to back on the pga tour so i'm not going to go that route this week but yeah i mean jordan winning i it he's not a bad person to put money on this week not a bad person at all and you know the rest of last week just to go over our picks uh captain chris kirk finished six for brandon Bear had Scotty Tuati Scheffler that finished 54th. He was up there for a while, like going into Sunday. When did he just fall apart on Sunday? No, he had a terrible day on uh, – he shot he shot 66, I think, on Thursday and then like 76 on Friday. And then I think he shot like 74 on Saturday. And then I, I think he ended up shooting like 69 or 70 on Sunday or something. So, yeah, he was up there but had a, had a bad Friday, unfortunately. Kind of killed it. Yeah, Corey Connors got me a 14th. Uh, Zach Johnson missed the cut. Unfortunately, it's a 79 missed cut for uh, mm-hmm. Cody. And a 23rd with Abraham answer for Parrott. So, updated standings. Brandon now in the lead at 41. God, we are awful this year. Uh, yeah, Bear, 
Parrot's in the oh, lead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 39.8 for Parrot. So we're really close. Parrot, you're in the lead, 39.8. Then Brandon, 41. Then Bear, 41.2. Me, 42.4. And Domaniac hit 46.1. So what are we looking at this week, Bear, for Augusta? Augusta, man. What do I need to tell you about the Masters? The Masters. If you don't know about the Masters tournament by now, I then go watch some golf this weekend. It's the best tournament of the year. Probably the best course in the entire world. Um, absolute beautiful place, beautiful scenery. Um, it's going like to be. I have a word with you, sir. <laughs> That's fine. Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is like <laughs> top five, but it ain't Augusta National. No, I can not. go. I can go play Pebble Beach. Um, yes, you can. I, I cannot play Augusta National. I couldn't. I couldn't write a fifty thousand dollar check, and they wouldn't let me on the course. Unfortunately. Um, and you know, one too many black people. well and and women um but hey they got to play last week so they're they're making headway here but yeah i mean this is this is the best term of the year um it's going to be great it's on cbs i mean you get jim nance what what better can you ask for there too the best the best uh play-by-play guy probably in sports maybe ever when it's all said and done but definitely right now um hopefully would like to have a word with you sir did you just say brent musburger really Brent, I mean, Brent's terrible. Vern Lundquist is still alive too, man. I, I was you. You're not letting me get there. I was, okay. Vern, Vern Ludquist hopefully should be on 16, like he usually is. I know he's retired, but I think he comes out and uh, announces the 16th green where he called Tiger's awesome chip in, probably about mm, 12, 15 years ago. So I mean, hopefully, you know, the whole the whole CBS crew's there, but it's. It's going to be awesome. It always is. It's a great tournament. Happy it's back in April as it should be. It's not in November, but getting to see the Masters twice in six months um, is awesome. Probably never get to see that again. So I'm excited. Um, These are the times where I literally sit and watch golf for eight hours a day because it's just, it's great. Sad thing is I've seen this so many times. I know the course like the back of my hand and I've never, (laughs) never played there. Um, So it's going to be, it's going to be great. Your defending champion is DJ in November, um, obviously, but it was pushed back. So Dustin Johnson is your defending champion and your favorite coming into this as well, as he should be. Um, just a little bit back in November, DJ by five over Sung JM and Cam Smith. Um, Justin Thomas was fourth for Telly. Rory was fifth, was seventh. Um, John Rahm was seventh. So, again, it's, it's always – Top of the top, tippy top guy, usually up here on the board, but there's always a couple surprises. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But they're saying, from what I've read so far, they're saying the court is going to be a bear, absolute bear this week. Um, they say it's already running fast. It's going to be tough. It's been hot down there in Georgia, not a lot of rain. So um, they're supposed to get rain this week, aren't they? A couple days potentially. Friday, Saturday, they have it's just scattered thunderstorm potential. It's you know, the the heat, the heat storm, right? One of those things. Other than that, Thursday and Sunday are supposed to be sunny and gorgeous. So it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be hot. No better way to uh no better way to see the masters. So I'm excited. Um sounds like Brooks Kepka should be playing too. He's a big question mark. He's officially said, but he's been out there on the range and playing coming off of a knee injury, but I think he'll be there and he's going to be one to contend. obviously DJ. I mean, the dude is an absolute monster. So watch him there. Um, and then obviously your, your normal guys, right? Spieth, 
Thomas, all the guys are up there. We'll see if maybe Finau can break through or someone can break through. Xander can break through, you know. Morikawa did it last year. Bryson did it last year. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's their turn. You know, even Tommy Fleetwood, maybe it's maybe it's their time to break through and finally win a major. So we'll see. It's going to be an awesome tournament. I'm excited. Um, and it's it's time for El Perato to make a pick. It's time for me to make a pick, eh? Um, well, I uh, I'm going to go with Spieth this week. I might not win, but I think after that breakthrough last week, I think he can put together a top 10 finish. Um, so I'm going to go with Spieth this week. We'll see what happens. If you didn't, if you didn't take him last, uh, if you didn't take him three weeks ago, that would be a great pick. Oh, next pick. I did. Yeah. Took him at the players. Okay. Uh, I did. All right. Uh, have I taken Brooks? Nope. You have not. Give me Brooks. Give me Bomber's Delight. It still cracks me up that fucking the guy that missed two picks is still in the lead. <laughs> oh. uh, dub, dubbed Bryson, um, who is, I think, the third running favorite, or I think second running favorite. I think technically Spieth's the third, but some places are betting him up to the second running favorite this week. So good pick from Brandon. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Augusta is not a bomber's course, but long hitters have always done well here if they've been semi-accurate. You know, obviously Tiger's won five times. DJ has won. Um, you know, it, it seems like it's that mix. It's either a bomber or it's a guy who just is absolutely accurate as shit and can putt, and that's really what you need here. So the big thing this week isn't going to be Bryson's game, his drives, all that. It's going to be putting this week. That's going to that's gonna be, you know, it. But there's a lot of reachable par fives and two. Uh, very, I mean, it's reachable for guys like us. I mean, we're talking 515-yard par fives, right? I mean, we could reach that in two, let alone Bryson, who can absolutely destroy a golf ball. So that's a, it's a good pick. Um, I, I think Bryson will be top 10 this week. I hope he contends. That's always fun. But me, I'm going, um, you know, I was definitely – I, I, if Spieth didn't win last week, I was going to take Spieth. I was all in on Spieth, but with him winning, I don't like him going back to back. So I'm going to take a guy who's finished in the top 10 here the last three years. New daddy didn't know if he was going to play. Um, John Rom just had a baby on Monday. I like the, I like the narrative. Um, you know, he's right. He's one of the guys ready to break through. It's his time. He didn't even know if he was going to play. I don't know if you saw that. He actually told um, betters and everyone, Hey, if my wife has a baby on Thursday or Friday, I will withdraw the tournament and leave. So don't bet on me. Luckily, he had the baby on Monday. He's ready. are in. <laughs> ready to go. I already got money on him. Um, John, <clears throat> my dude, this week. So hopefully he, uh, hopefully he can pull it out and get his first major. So I wanted Cam Smith, and um, I really was hoping to. I forgot I took him in uh, at the Sony. He's been playing hot. He plays only player in history to shoot all four rounds in the '60s uh, for one tournament. And uh, so I think he's a good pick for somebody potentially. Uh, he's played well the last three, four weeks. He's been in the top 17, all four. Um, but unfortunately, I can't take him. And, you know, I, I went back and forth on this. I had Morikawa in my mind, but I kind of still want to keep him uh, for future. But uh, he, he's one I think that could do well here. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to just – I'm going to take the guy that won uh, – one last time, even though it was, you know, not in April and he's, they've been, all I've been seeing, so I'm watching the masters stuff right now. And all I've seen the last few days as I've watched it is they keep showing Dustin Johnson when he used to choke. And so I, I think that he still has a lot to prove and I hope he comes out here and wins the second one. So give me DJ. 
Yeah, it's a great pick, and he's the favorite. He's he's the guy to beat this week. Simple as that. And DJ is he he's gonna be up there. I, let me look really quick, but I think he finished. Yeah, he finished second in 2019, first year, um, and tenth in 2018. So. A win, a two, and a ten in the last three years. That's pretty damn good. Good time to use him. Uh, Demaniac? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with uh, Xander Schauffele. He was another one. He, I got to save him, though. Xander Souffle. He's been playing a little rough lately. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a good pick. Yeah. He's my but championship pick, but. But absolutely a few of those uh, pimento cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and of course we all took big guys. I was going to make a DraftKings lineup with that, but that ain't going to work. So <laughs> yeah, we need, we need those five and then a uh, parrot. <laughs> Maybe I, he's a freebie. Yeah. I already have, um, I'd say I already have a few DraftKings lineups in, so well, I'm ready to, ready to rock and roll this week. So Jeremy did want us to look at his lineup and give our thoughts. And I saw that you, Andy, had asked some questions and you gave him some pointers. Uh, but Jeremy wanted us to look at his lineup. So if you can see that, what are your thoughts? We got jo- Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Webb Simpson, Corey Connors, Ryan Palmer, and Paul Casey. I mean, I like that. Um, and the funny thing is Andy actually had Ryan Palmer as well, um, which – I, that's the only one that scratches my head. But when I scratch my head like that, he's been playing well. Uh, his track record at the Masters, he makes cuts. I mean, that's if that's you're playing on if you're playing on DraftKings and FanDuel. I mean, that's what you need, right? Because you need the guys. You need you need Thomas Spieth to be in the top ten. You need Webb to be top ten ish. You need Corey Connors to make the cut. You need Ryan Palmer to make the cut. And Paul Casey is has a great track record here. He could be. He could. He could also break through this week. You you forget about Paul Casey. Paul Casey always plays well at the majors. Um, he could be a guy who can just show up and, you know, if he down, you know, if he's there down by two on Sunday, that's not a guy you want to see. He's not known as a closer, but you know, it's it's not one of those things that you want to see him there um, on Sunday with a two shot lead and five holes to play because he's just too consistent. So yeah, I mean that's a I think it's a great lineup. Um, like you said, Ryan Palmer is the only one that worries me, but when that usually happens, he's usually the guy that <laughs> makes the cut, and um, you know then Spieth misses or some bullshit like that. But Spieth this week is going to be so highly owned. Um, I think I'm only playing him in one or two lineups, but I mean you have to get him in. You have to get exposure to him because he could certainly win. But he's just in a big tournament like you know the million DraftKings. The dude's going to be. 30% owned probably. Um, I mean, cause you get a lot of the casuals, right. Who are going to say, Oh, he won last week. And, oh, he's won here before. So a lot of people are going to take speed. So you want to stay, you know, fond of that. The one guy, the, the guy that I have a little bit more of this week who I absolutely love and I'm hoping people are staying away from is Brooks, man. I mean, any, you put a questionable tag on that. People don't want to see that shit. <laughs> so I'm hoping that Brooks will come through and have a good one, but I, I I think I got a, a few good lineup builds, so hopefully we we all win a little bit of money this weekend. That'd be nice. Are you doing anything with the golf golf league, or did you not undraft games? No, I just I just have been putting in my own. I've been a little busy this week, so just whenever I sometimes I have random thoughts or something pops up I see or I have a dream or some shit, I'll make a lineup off of it. But I'm done. I'm done making lineups. I have I have two millies. I got a few three dollars. I got a couple $1 lineups in. So 
I'm uh I'm ready, locked and loaded. Nothing's changing unless for whatever reason DJ falls down the stairs again um, and can't play. So <laughs> we'll see. The the um well I gotta get me in a lineup. I think that's what I need to do. I need to do that soon. But uh, we gotta go to NASCAR. Gotta give those updated standings. They were off a week due to Easter. So talk a little bit about some NASCAR. Yeah, uh, Martinsville on Saturday night. Yep, and uh, I'm actually in the lead at 13. Uh, Dub at, or, uh, Jake, 14.9. Dub at 15.1. Bear at 15.6. Cody at 27.4. <laughs> just, so, just killing it. Parrot, Parrot's taking uh, – looks like Ryan – Parrot, you already put Ryan Blaney in there. What? So you, you already had Ryan Blaney wrote down. <laughs> I thought I took him last week. Or no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, because I made a pick last week. Just keep me keep Blaney in there then. All right, yeah. Save you some bread. So take Ryan Blaney. That's a good pick. That's a solid pick. I'm gonna take a guy that's one here. I'm gonna pull out a big gun. Uh, another one. Uh, he hasn't won yet, and he's got five wins at this track. Best average finish, I believe. So I'm gonna take Denny Hamlin. Yeah, he he's probably do, man. Um, Don't take Kurt Bush. Dub Turk took Kurt, huh? Yeah, I mean, these smaller tracks, you gotta that's the thing that sucks is you gotta kind of bring out a big gun, you know, to to do that. And then you gotta you gotta hit your little guys on the Talladegas of the world. Um, so I'm going oof. I'm gonna go with Chase, man. I'm just gonna take another big gun here. I think he won last time on this track in the fall. So you are correct. He did 35th race of the year. He won it. Actually, I changed my mind. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to go with. Um... Oh, damn it. Yeah, I don't want to use Chase. Sorry. I forgot. I want to say that. I forgot there's 800 road courses this year. Um, damn it. Give me. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> there's not much excitement around here. Give me all, uh, give me, give me William Byron. Give me Byron. Well, congratulations to Chase Elliott on his victory this week. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he will be all over my draft. Pick. I'm sure he will. I should have just stuck with it, but I need him for a road course here. So, all right, uh, Cody Bryant, you've had Eric Almirola, Slick Billy Byron, Cole Custer, Dirty DeBenedetto, Easy Eric Jones, Killer Kurt Busch, Big Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Go with Brad Dad Booty Daddy. Keselowski. <laughs> Brad Dad Booty Daddy. That's all I'm putting. We know who it is. That's right. We know who it is. <laughs> Brad Dad Booty Daddy. Uh, I love it. So um we we haven't done this in a few weeks, so we got some moments of time. Uh we can have a couple minutes here each. Perry, you got anything you want to talk about? I know you're on a road. Anything come to mind? Um, no, not really. I mean, nothing that comes to mind. I, you know, I'm just excited for Augusta this week. It, you know, it's always fun to watch. Um, that's it. Just excited to watch golf this week, and then actually be able to watch a WrestleMania. So, should uh, should be a good weekend of uh, TV. Well, congratulations to your uh, Cincinnati Bungles for getting rid of Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, I was I wasn't too mad about that. 
Where'd he go? They just released He's him. Nowhere. They just let him go. Just let him go. But we did have um, we did have another. Right. We did have another trade, though. Sam Darnold, man, going to the Panthers, good. It's good for them. It was good for the Jets, too. Darnold wasn't going to do anything in New York. I mean, he was ruined. Gase ruined him. Even with a new coach, he needs a fresh start. Gase has ruined about eight quarterbacks. By yeah. the way, By the way, the last one of Ryan Tannehill, who, by the way, is uh, playing pretty well in Tennessee. So watch Darnold go and do well in Carolina, um, and then – RIP to Zach Wilson, most likely, <laughs> or yeah. whoever the hell. Hopefully not Justin Fields. Hopefully they take Wilson. Yeah, I'm sure they're taking Wilson because Trey Lance will probably go to um, San Fran, which is going to leave. I mean, that's good for your Bengals, man, because you guys, it, you are lining up perfectly, Parrot, to get Penny Sewell. So um, that you guys need him more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I know we need him, but are they going to draft him? That's the question. So you would hope. And then uh, I you would I, hope, but I mean I know we got we got a while until uh, the draft, but you think uh, Fields falls? I mean I think he's going to be top ten, but I think he's probably going to fall to Denver at this point, um, unless Atlanta very, tries to pull something out. They don't like Matty Ice anymore. Yeah, I mean he may, but it'll probably be best for him. You know, fall. You know, do you know that do the Aaron Rodgers man fall to a good team, get in a good situation, and then succeed and. That's that's what it's going to do. I I think the more people that get drafted before him, the better it'll be for him. I think it'll really put a bigger chip on his shoulder. Um, so I, I think that that would be a good thing, especially if Mac Jones goes before him. That'll definitely uh, that'll definitely light a little fire under his ass. Yeah, and I could I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Mac Jones goes to somebody like New England. I mean, it's like perfect to fall to. Yeah, it's one of those stories, you know. Good. We'll see what they uh, see if uh, Stidham isn't the answer there anymore behind Cam. It's going to be interesting. I, I've been seeing a lot. I don't know if you have too, because you, I mean, you and I being Cowboys fans, they've been talking a lot about J.C. Horn lately from South Carolina, the corner. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, scouts get paid to scout. It's what they do. So, but I'm happy. You know, that's fine. Go with go with the corner, but a corner, no, yeah. Don't get cute with your pick and try to do something wild. You know, take take the stud, take the guy who you know. Which I honestly, like you said, I like Sertan. I like Farley. I do too. Um, I'd have to look and check the the horn. Um, Farley's kind of dropped or, off a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I don't either. I feel like I feel like Virginia Tech usually puts out decent defensive talent. Didn't Kendall Fuller go there? Um, I think they're they've had quite a bit of decent defensive talent. So. That's why I'm cool with that. But so is Alabama. Um, and, and Sertan's dad played in the NFL, obviously. And he was, he was a pretty, he was pretty good. Um, you know, so you got a dad who's played in the NFL. You went to Alabama. You're obviously good. So if he's there, just, just snag him, man. He's going to fit the system. Just snag him or move back and get picks. Yeah. It's like JC Horn too. I mean, his dad's Joe Horn. Yeah. Same thing. You know, you got those bloodlines. They know the NFL. Same thing with Sertan, like you said, man. It'll be interesting, you know, to kind of see. And I know, like you said, Farley's fallen off a little bit. You never know. Maybe maybe it'll – if he's fallen off like that, I wouldn't mind if Dallas took somebody like Horn or Sertan and then trade it in, back in, trade some of them picks, trade back in and get Farley. If he falls. Just trade back and pick them up in five picks and gain – that's the crazy part. Teams move up that much, 
and you can move back three picks and you can get three more picks off of them. So yeah, because who, who's been doing a lot of that trading? The Dolphins, like yeah, traded back had, and then traded back the again because they had the Texans pick there. So in the, the fall, the fall apart franchise of the year. Well, Deshaun lost Nike and uh, beats by Dre today. I saw. Oh, I don't think he's playing. <laughs> Where's he going? The Jets? What are you talking about? Talk about? It's Houston. Houston will let him play. They don't care. <laughs> Houston's like new Raiders. Yeah, they are. They are the Raiders. They're just trash and got a whole bunch of trash around them. But it all starts from the top, and their owners are were dirty racists. Um, and what didn't, didn't he die? Bob McNair die or no? Is he still alive? No, he, he died. He died, right? That's yeah, that's he what I, did. I don't think the regime past that has been any better, but eh, no, whatever. But... I'm just happy I'm not a Texans fan, right? Like Zan, <laughs> right? Well, Barry, you got anything else you want to mention? No, man, I, I, I agree with Parrot here. It's 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 going to be a great sports weekend. You got Martinsville Saturday night. You got um, baseball, you know, in the full in the full ramp up. You got some basketball getting into playoff time, hockey getting into playoff time. Um, obviously, the Masters, which that's where I'll be on. And you got WrestleMania. I mean, there's a whole bunch of good shit going on, and even a UFC card. So enjoy some sports this weekend. And if it's nice wherever you're listening at, enjoy some sports outside this weekend but you're just on the deck it's not that complicated guys we live in a we live in an era of stream so do that yeah i'm looking forward to uh golfing again friday that'll be the uh i think that'll be now the 17th time i've golfed uh this year Ooh. solid yes yeah, so i'm probably about i'm probably around 20 of them yeah you are we're playing a lot and, um, you know, on a whim too, you know, we played some, we've been playing a lot of crosswinds, of course, being members, but, uh, we played, what did we play? We played Riverby a couple times. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, I always Stone enjoy Ridge. going there. Yeah, me too. I love yep, Riverby. But, you know, we like, uh, we, we created a, as I was telling Bear about earlier, we created our own little beer golf league with me, uh, Brandon from the grownups and Parrot. I got to give Parrot nine shots. Well, thankfully now it's eight cause he's been playing well. And I was was given uh, Brandon twenty one shots. Now giving him twenty three uh, Friday. We had a few of the few tournaments. Jake won uh, two of them. He won the inaugural Rum Chata Championship. He's got a nice empty Rum Chata bottle. And then, as you can see behind me, I won the uh, Jesus H Christ Easter Open. I will uh, go grab the trophy. And then today he won. He uh, parrot won the Wounded White Beard uh, Memorial Tournament. So as you can see, the wonderful trophy from sunday there he is <laughs> so you must have you must have rose to the occasion huh i did one by two strokes that day even with giving you, up nine i bet you three days before that you weren't feeling too hot you were absolutely right <laughs> i was some dead may, some may say dead <laughs> yeah i i did not win that day parrot won that day he beat me have handily i i actually finished last that day i shot an 81 I think Pontius Pilate won that day. Pontius Pilate won. He made me shoot an 81 that day. <laughs> it's the worst I've ever played there at Crosswinds from the Whites. I mean, the Whites are 5,500, but like I've told Parrot, and Barrett, let me know if you agree with this. I told him, because it's shorter, it's 5,500 yards, but I told him a lot of times playing shorter holes, you know, when you're driving and doing this, harder. Like, it's harder to play in between clubs sometimes playing 30, 40 yards out. 
Yep. You know, playing that lob wedge. Sometimes we'll play a lob wedge or a sand wedge, gap wedge, and because I've bought all three of those, bear by the way, and um, it's just it's a lot different. You know, I I can't punch. I would love to punch everywhere, and I do love that about crosswinds is they have elevated greens that have hills before them, so I can't always use the eight. So it forces me to use other clubs. Yep. I mean, and that's that's the part that you can go and do though. I mean, you can go and take driver on every hole or, you know, that a hole is only 290 yards instead of trying to drive it hit a seven iron or hit an eight iron and then have another, you know, pitching wedge in or something. It, it just, you get to play different clubs and see a little bit different of the course, but that's said it's, if you just go to each hole and play it the exact same way, every time you're not going to get any better. Simple pair, as that. Parrots loving, uh, loving all my drives figured out the driver. <laughs> The new one, been hitting it, hitting it. He'll tell you, been hitting it dead nuts. Yeah, like eight out of ten times. Eight, you're you're probably hitting seventy seven out of ten by seventy percent. Oh yeah, I mean dead in the middle. And like, and if you miss, it's like it's just like you know what you did it's on you the left side. Hands yeah. something stupid. Yeah, today I did not did not uh, did not fade at all. Uh, I had. Out of the, I think I used the driver 12 times and twice. Um, I don't I don't even want to say I duffed it. I put it off to the left. It was still 230. You know, it was just on the left side. Still put it on the green in two. And then um, and then the other one, I just – that was on 18. You know, I just went over that hill. It was a low liner over the hill, and it was actually surprisingly on the left side. Not in the fairway, but on the left side. And put it right on the edge of the green. So it worked out pretty well. Parrot, poor guy, was hitting him into the ground. But he was, he was, man, I tell you what, he was playing some goddamn great fairway shots. It's the best I've seen Parrot play the fairway. He's coming on with those irons and those starting to use that three wood. He's got a, he's got a beautiful ladies three wood that he uses. <laughs> hey, it works, it works. But he hit a, he was hitting out of the woods today and he hit this fucking eight iron and it sounded awful. And we're like, we're both like, dude, that sounded horrible. Put it right on the green. It was a beautiful shot from the woods and put it right on the green. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we see it like clipped and chipped off part of the bottom of the eight iron. So we're like, must have hit like if there was a stone or something in there, just chipped it right off. Yeah. Damn. That's never fun. It's always a good excuse. Sorry, go ahead. I said it's always an excuse to buy new clubs. Have you been out? Uh, you've been out because you're you're still a Toledo uh, Country Club, right? Yeah, I went Sunday after after family things after family Easter. Went out Sunday. I uh, I played well the front nine and kind of gassed out on the back nine. So I shot 40, 41, 50, I think. So I shot ninety one. Um, yeah, it's just I gotta gotta get back into that golf shape, man. That's just that's. Keep, Hitting well on the front nine, playing good, putting well. And, uh, you know, I actually, I had a double. So really I could have shot a 39 or 40 on the front and then went to the back and just kind of, just kind of lost my swing a little bit in there. But I, I chalked that up a lot to, uh, just rust and it happens, but, but it's fine with me. Actually, I don't mind because, uh, this is the first time I actually be able to use handicap and all that through what we have. So start off with a higher handicap and get into some of these tournaments they have. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're a club member, so they have club tournaments. That's nice. Yep, so I'll go do that. And if I keep a high handicap and run out and shoot a 78, then I'm going to be the, uh, the match play champion, dudes. right? Well, these dudes <laughs> away with a, with a 20 handicap coming into that. <laughs> that's, so. what happened to, that's what happened to Dan, man. He had to give up, like, seven shots. He was in the championship. He had to give up, like, I can't remember if he said five or seven. And the guy, He said the guy just played out of his mind, yeah. and he just couldn't do anything. 
And oh, it is, man. That's what, you know, I was so worried about because we're always playing from the whites and, you know, kind of to help Brandon out and because Barrett and I want to drop back. So we're, when we have our quote unquote major tournaments, you know, once every couple months, we're going to play two rounds, one from the white and the second round will be from the blue and uh, back us up. And I'm like, I'd rather do that. And because when we played River B, we played it twice. Parrot and I went out uh, over the weekend and was that this past? Yeah, that was this past weekend, right, Parrot? Yeah. And then Monday. Yeah. And then, uh, Parrot, yeah, because that was late Monday. And then, um, like, on Saturday, played uh, – what did we play? Just the front, right? Played nine? Yeah. At Riverby? Yeah. I mean, I shot a 39. I, I mean, I shocked myself. I was – for playing a long distance, and that's where I was like, cool. And he and Jake even said, he's like, this is the most I've ever seen you use a three-wood. I'm like, yeah, man, I want to use it. And usually it sits in the bag. If we're at crosswinds, I only use it when I'm trying to like in trees and I'm trying to punch out. And I told him, I said, that's my, one of my favorite things to do is if I'm in a bad spot or under trees, I like using my three to punch out. It's yeah. fun. Like I said, if that, if that works for you, you gotta use it. You gotta use it to your advantage. It's fun stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm bad. I always play the front nine awful. And then the back nine, I always shoot better by like at least five or six strokes. It's crazy. And uh, what about you? Domaniac, what you got for sports, man? Uh, man, I don't know. I'm not necessarily upset, but or even a, a rant or nothing. But tell the St. Louis Cardinals get over yourselves, all right? How about half, ninety-five percent of the major leagues get over yourselves, man? Friggin', uh, I don't know if you guys seen that Nick Castellanos. It was a uh, Cardinals and the Reds, and. Uh, Castellanos hit a bomb, okay, and uh, he watched it. And so next time he comes up to bat, man, the uh, Cardinals pitcher hits him with a ball, which I think is the stupidest shit in the world. Like, it's, bad, it's hard enough to hit a major league pitch, let alone hit one 475 feet. So if you can hit one 475 feet, if I could, I'm watching every second of it. You know, you know, the pitcher, get over yourself, man. You missed your spot. Or if you didn't miss your spot, you just got beat. You know, take it like a man. You'd be all right. You got a whole nother freaking three innings to pitch since that's what they do now. So, you know, he gets hit by a pitch, managed to make it around, scores on a wild pitch, that same pitcher that hit him. And next thing you know, old uh, Puerto Rican McCann, uh, Yadier Molina, Steps up, gets in Castellano's face as if he did something wrong, man. Nah, man, ball don't lie, man. This is why nobody under the age of 30 wants to watch Major League Baseball. Because any type of fun that they have, they've taken it out of the game. Because of these clowns that want to be all play the game the right way. And it's not... uh, Not only just, you know, like the Latin players or the minorities that that they claim, you know, want to do all this stuff. It's the white dudes, too. I mean, look what they did to Bryce Harper, man. Bryce Harper tried. Like, if they don't, want to let, if they don't let the white dude pimp out the home runs, ain't nobody pimping out a home run. You know, and it, and it sucks, you know. It's no wonder, you know, you can't get, you can't get kids to play baseball anymore. Nobody's watching it on TV. Nobody's going to the games. Because it's boring as shit. Because you have teams like the St. Louis Cardinals that 
get all butthurt because somebody hit a home run off of them. Get over yourselves, man. Any of you other pitchers out here, get over yourselves. Any other players, man, get over yourself. That's why the Cardinals don't ever do shit in the playoffs. True. I'll 100% on board with you on that one. Last year was the closest. Last year was the closest they're going to get to any excitement in Major League with a sixty-game season, and it, it felt more lax last year. Right off the rip, yeah. I mean, he got suspended two games for that shit. Castellanos, yeah. it's ridiculous. Castellanos, yeah, of all people, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, and really, I wonder why. Just yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. I think he jacked a bomb today too, if I'm not mistaken. Now they're playing the Pirates. That's different, but. Yeah, I hope he did, man. I think he did. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that, that's baseball. And I thought old, old uh, Rob Manfred Mann or whatever the hell his name is was going to come and fix this for us. And it looks like he's going right back to the Bud Selig ways of no the No Fun League. They should just change their yeah. name to NFL, No Fun League. Yeah, look, basically. Look what the NFL did. They got ripped for that, and they lost ratings. And the NFL doesn't yeah. really they're still – I mean, they don't do that. And what they do? Okay, we're going to bring celebrations back. And look at what happened. Everybody mm-hmm. – I mean, they're they're having a good time. Who cares if Joe Horn pulls out a cell phone or Ocho pulls out a sign that says don't find – like, who cares? Why do people get right. so buttered about that? Because those are usually the people that got scored on all the goddamn time. Those are the ones that got run ruled. The ones that don't like celebrations in baseball were the ones that got mercy ruled when they played in, in Little League. That's why they're referees and they're not on the field or a coach. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. And then they pass that crap on to younger generations, and this is what we get now. Unfortunately. It'll it'll get trust there. Me. Maybe yeah, we'll trust be me as a coach. I've seen it. We'll be we'll we'll try to be co-commissioners one day to major league baseball. We're gonna we'll get it more popular than the NFL. Right. It won't take much. All you got to do is, hey, man, celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, we're <laughs> games this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, man, y'all want to play that many games? All right, cool, man. 85 games, man. Beat it. Let's let's play March. <laughs> let's play March to September. That's perfect. Perfect time. No. Yeah, exactly. Watching baseball past September anyways because football's on. Right. They should have they should have the World Series the second or last week of September. Always. There's no reason why you should be playing into November in baseball. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's just stupid. That's stupid. I I don't know. I don't know what's worse, the season dragging on for 11 months a year or the fact this year they have to play – well, they're playing a full 162, but it's like they only get like one day off a week, I think. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, baseball is not necessarily as uh, as taxing as the other sports are. So, and uh, hell, you don't have to worry about hitting a home. And you think with all the damn home runs that are being hit right now, that dudes wouldn't even care about a home run getting hit off of them. There's more home runs getting hit each and every year for like the past four years. Yeah. And now they want to take the balls, uh, they want to take the balls and make the balls dead again. Let's just make it even more boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. That's true, unfortunately. Well, we still, you know, a lot of things going on. 
baseball is still early and it'll feel like forever of a season because it lasts for, you know, 10 months, seems like. It's the longest shit in the world. Yeah, we can uh, say it's yeah. still early until like August. <laughs> the sad part is it is. You're not even out of the playoffs yet. Right. You're not even to the playoffs. Playoffs. That's well, that's all I'm saying. You're yeah. Not, like you you could be 65 and 80 and still be in the playoff hunt in August. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We got time. We still in it. We still in it. We got time. So on this day in history, April 8th, when this episode comes out, 1966. So a long, long time ago, 55 years ago, AFL chooses Al Davis as commissioner. Al Davis is the man we are going to talk about today. Of course, the longtime owner of the Oakland Raiders. Uh he was a part-time owner and general manager and then became principal owner and general manager as three Super Bowls, Super Bowl 11, 15, 18. Um, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. As a head coach, he was, you know, mediocre, 23, 16, and three. He coached uh, coached the at the Citadel as an offensive line coach. So maybe that's where Dub needs to go. U.S. USC as an offensive line coach, wide receivers coach for the Chargers, and then the head coach of the Raiders, and of course, eventually becoming the owner of the Raiders. Raiders. Went to college in Syracuse. Interesting. He was the youngest coach in the AFL. Really? Yeah. Uh, always was 87 years old. Hard to believe that he was the youngest. Yeah, he was the youngest at some point. Man, that's crazy. It's not as crazy. He was like 37 when he became the commissioner of the AFL. That's crazy. That is nuts. When was that? 19, what? 67? 66. 66? Yeah. Oh, oh Al. Him and his crazy-ass son. Yeah, he, I mean, he uh, it, it, the Raiders are the Raiders with him. I mean, there's a lot of always controversy was surrounding this guy, you know, from trading Kenny Stabler back in the day, uh, benching Marcus Allen when he got rid of Gruden, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> traded his head coach to Tampa in exchange for two first round picks, by the way, and two second round picks and eight million in cash. Hell, even the way he became owner of the Raiders, man. That was some backdoor shady shit. Look, yeah, it was. You wait until until the the managing partners are are out of the country and, and, uh, you know, held hostage so you could take over, man. You do a hostile takeover then. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's how the Raiders have always been, though. It's like that right. controversy. Once he got involved, it ain't never been the same. Now his son with his dollar store haircut, man, I just, whew. That's how you tell he hasn't had any real friends, you know. 
Because a real friend would have told him, go ahead and get his money back for that haircut. <laughs> he got all that. He got all that money. He don't, don't care what kind of bull cut looking stuff he got. Nah. Would you care? Hell yeah. I'm caring now and I'm poor. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. That's the last thing I want to say. The maniac doesn't care about hair. This maniac do. He got hair still. This maniac (laughs) don't. It's not like a shot. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) No, it wasn't a shot, man. The maniac appreciates the hair that he still has at this age. He don't want it to go. Well, we got to get to trivia. Jake Roberts has hair. Oh, you're not watching the Peacock Network? Jake Roberts ought to appreciate he still has a heartbeat. He's going after it with Sting. Maybe they'll have a match. Dude, I'm not going to be able to make it when you do this Jeopardy, man. If I got to sit through like a whole episode of AEW, man. You like, will. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Like, I might have to be, like, satellite or, uh, you know, via satellite from from the hospital or something. (laughs) It'll be okay. I'll be down the hall from DMX. Get well soon. He's still alive. He's all right. Yeah, he's still with us, man. He just had a little heart attack. No biggie. Nah, it was all bad over the weekend. So he was yeah, it was, but he's still alive. Like I said, no biggie. He's all right. Oh, X going to give it to him. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, man. It, what he was ended up doing, he about lost his mind up in here. Up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did old, uh, old poor internet daddy freeze go away there? I think he did freeze up on us. Yeah, he, he sure did. I say, I mean, you remember talking big smack about all that big internet he bought? I can hear you, right? fuckers. Well, you're frozen, so <laughs> I know. No, no, it's not. It, it definitely ain't the internet. It, but Zoom is not. <laughs> Zoom is not happy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Blame on Al Gore and the interweb. Internet's good, but Zoom is not happy. Zoom is not thrilled at this point right now. I can see the maniac moving. I can see myself moving, but I see what I say. We all moving. I can see y'all moving. It's funny. I can see you guys moving. That's crazy. No, I had this issue with Zoom. It's been giving me issues at work, too. Stuff pissed me off. Like, I can see the maniac, but I'm trying to make him like make it bigger so I can see everybody. Hey. Zoom's like, look, buddy, <laughs> fuck you, pal. <laughs> uh, what happened to the parrot, man? He's still here. He's back in the cage. I'm here. I just had to get gas. Okay, okay. Where were you at? Where are you on location to, man? You coming back? I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, you can't. I'm just going to the airport and coming home. Okay, okay. Just to hang out. Yeah, I was going up there to pick a friend up and coming home. I thought you were just going up there, just right to the airport, just going to go see a couple planes fly in and then just head back home. 
Right. Yeah, you know, I did that last week, and, you know, it was pretty fun. But, you know, this week I was like, you know, I don't see the point of going up there and wasting my day. So I'm just going to pick someone up this time. You know, maybe see uh, if you can fly faster than the planes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sitting here just wondering, like, does – if we hit – too much recording in our in our zoom so i'm starting to wonder and i'm like no it looks like the recordings are okay it still says it's recording yeah i'm gonna i might just try to pop out and pop back in because zoom's pissed at me right now i can see i can see the maniac (laughs) that's what i see but i can hear everybody no problem it'll make it'll make bear the host he can talk about trivia I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't even have a question. Well, I know we don't have any questions yet, but you can update the people on the trivia while I come back. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. What are the trivia standings? Trivia standings are Freezy McFreezy at 95. uh, Demaniac at 65. Myself at 85. That's a lot of fives. Parrot at 56. Too bad he's not at 55. Peapot at 8. Wes Anderson at 2. Man, Parrot's about to catch Cody. Cody, you better get your you better get on your game here. You can't get past it by the I need him to get Cody. I get if right. I catch you if I catch you in trivia, you owe me another bottle of liquor. I need you to catch me in trivia. That way we can win Jeopardy, man. That way I don't have to carry too much of the burden. <laughs> man, now I'm confused because now I got frozen, frozen Gary in my top left and live Gary. Oh no, there it goes. All right. There we go. Yeah, he's gone. I almost just took a picture of that. Uh, he, was, <laughs> Zoom's pissed off at me, man. You almost had our. So I have a question. Oh. Yes. Can I have Can I have a, a lifeline? Just one lifeline throughout this Jeopardy round. No. 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 Why would you need a lifeline? Who wants to be a millionaire? You. You already have the easiest question known to man for a whole category by yourself. You don't need a lifeline. Oh, we'll see about that. We'll see. All right. Eureka Road, right? 15, yeah. Yep. Barry, you got those standings? I already already read them off. People know. Good. I'll have to listen back to the show, which I don't do, to find out where we're at. We're all on fives, and Parrot's got a six. Not great. He's ruining it. He's ruining the feng shui. All right, here we go. Parrot won't be able to see. So, Parrot, you're just going to have to yell your answer when I read the question. Okay. So, I read the question. You tell us the answer. As soon as he gets us the question. I wonder why Zoom's all pissed off at me. I need to re-download it. You use it too much. I think so, too. Since the Masters is tomorrow, we have a special edition with three questions. Great. Let's hand these to Bear. Who was the most Masters tournaments wins with six? Oh, I actually think I know that. Oh. Tell me what. Just, I can say it? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Is, is, it, is it Jack? Jack who? I think he has six. Jack Nicholas. Okay, I thought you were going to say Jack Nicholson. Not, not, not Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I made my one mistake with that. I was waiting for it. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm not typing. I'm going with Jack. Yeah, it's, it's Jack. Yeah, man, Jack. Jack is a fat son. We'll just give everybody a point. We're going Jack. Yeah, to redo to the roads up here. Um, it's Michigan. They spend their money on other dumb shit. Yeah. Question number put two. Road, put in a road budget. Don't even spend money on their roads. Enhance. Enhance. Two points. Who was the first left-handed player to win the Masters in 2003? Enhance. Enhance. Oh, man, I can't think of that dude's name. Was he lefty? <laughs> no, not that lefty. He was that left-handed golfer. Garrett Nelson. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't golf left-handed. I forgot. I'm ready in the chat box whenever everyone else is. Ready. Tell me when I can say it. Say it. The only person lefty I know is Bubba. Lots of. Is he not left-handed? Oh, he is. He's left-handed. He is. Which, That's... I mean, you got to think, man. He's younger than us, man. He's, he's the baby of the group, man. All right. He's the baby. He is. Are we ready? Yeah. One, yeah. two, three, go. Oh, maniac. Come on, man. The maniac. Come on, man. It goes with Phil Mickelson. Man, you the only other lefty out there that matters. Mike Weir. <laughs> Mike Weir. The Canadian. The Canadian. Like I said, like I said, only lefty that matters. Mike Weir could walk in his own house and don't even care about Mike Weir. That's not true. He won the Masters. How many different Masters winners have there been? Ooh, nice. Okay. Okay. I like it, man. I like it, man. All right. Well, I'm going to do some math on my phone. <laughs> I can at least take the, the multiples out there and then just start subtracting from there. Go ahead, Parrot. I got my number in. 46. All right. I got mine typed whenever y'all are ready. Yeah. Commercial feed. I'm ready. Cody, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, Ooh, one, and go. go. So 72, 53, 46, 39. That's scary. I my first thought was fifty three. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I had it typed in. And I erased it last minute. I wanted to go sixty nine, but that seemed like way too many. There's only been eighty five. Hey! I should have stuck with it. I don't know why the number stuck in my head. That's what went in my head too. That was fucking dumb luck. Because there's been this is what eighty five, right? Yeah, 85. Yeah, I think Phil's won twice. Jack's won six. Tiger's won five. 
That's 12 right there. That's 11 right there. Well, he said see us for wrestling. And, yes, he will see us for wrestling. So, um, we got to thank Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at songs by Wes Instagram, too. Thank you to Sparty Steve, All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Fly safe. Too bad Tiger ain't going to be there this weekend to be flying safe. The maniac loves you. <laughs>